Welcome back to Jesus Sisters. I'm your host, Allie. If you haven't subscribed, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any new Jesus Sister episodes or updates. Let's get started on something that has been on my heart and mind a lot lately. Something that I really want to focus on this year is just intentionally going deeper, getting closer to God, drawing near to Him, seeking Him. So I thought that would be a good subject for this episode is just getting closer. And before we unpack some really great scripture that I hope will stir up in us a deep desire to get closer with him, let's pray. Lord, I just pray that you would empty me of myself, anoint my lips so that I would only speak what you would want me to speak, Lord. I just pray for anybody that's listening right now that you you know their needs, Lord, and you know their prayers. And I just pray that you would show up for them in a mighty way, that you would answer their prayers, that they would see miracles in their life, that 2024 would just and beyond would just be a year that they can see your glory, Lord, and that they would do things for the kingdom, be the hands and feet for you, Lord, because we are a world that needs you. And if we have Jesus, we have everything. And I just pray that we can get closer to you. We can draw near to you, that we can have that intimate relationship where that we would recognize you as our Lord and Savior and our best friend, somebody that we can come to and sit down and, and have a conversation with and that you will hear us and you will provide for us. So Lord, bless the hearing and the reading of your word. Holy Spirit, have your way. And without further ado, let's get started. The first, um, oh, and amen. <laughs> um, the first scripture I wanted to get started on was Isaiah 34, 1. Draw near, O nations, to hear and listen, O peoples. Let the earth and all it contains hear, and the world and all that springs from it. I felt like that was a good way to start because it is an invitation. God is always inviting us and drawing us closer to him. So in this new year, let's keep the momentum going. There's nothing better that we can do for ourselves, for our family, our friends, our coworkers, even our enemies. <laughs> the best thing that we can do is just to get closer to God because the closer we are to him and the more we seek him, the more the more guidance we're going to get to be living within his will. And he reveals himself to us. And when that happens, it's it's a great thing. We can draw closer to him and he will not only guide us, but he will invite us into his splendor. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Psalm 34, 8. Jesus encourages us to experience and recognize the goodness of the Lord through personal encounters. When we seek him, we will find him. Having a close, personal, and intimate relationship is key, and it's a game changer. Miracles and increase happen. Demons flee. Minds are renewed. Hearts are cleansed. We have healing, new perspectives, ideas flow, opportunities come forth, forgiveness happens, peace and joy, our faith increases, and chains are broken. Revelations 3.20, Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice 
and opens the door. I will come into him and I will dine with him and he with me. Jesus patiently knocks on the door of our hearts, inviting us to turn to him. He seeks fellowship and desires us to open up to his transformative presence. He doesn't force entry, but allows us to choose whether we want to embrace his life-changing presence and power. I don't know about you, but I want to answer that door. What side of the door are you keeping Jesus on? In this scripture, the Laodicean church was self-satisfied. The church felt too comfortable and proud. Even though Jesus was knocking, they were missing Jesus in their midst. And Jesus called it out. He lets us know. So we get these examples and and we don't want to, to do that. Jesus wants to be a part of our lives. And sometimes we're too busy enjoying worldly things to notice. I mean, I think we've all been been guilty of that. I, I know I have. Um, But pursuing temporary pleasures like money and possessions is risky. It can make us ignore God's lasting satisfaction. So if you find yourself not caring about God, disconnected, you know, not wanting to go to church, not wanting to read your Bible, it means you're shutting God out. So to stay truly fulfilled, we always need to keep our hearts open to God and answer his knock. And letting him in is the only way to find lasting fulfillment. So here we are. The time is now. It's time to let him in. And I don't know about you, but there is nothing more that I would want than to dine with our Lord and Savior, Jesus, the one who loves you with an everlasting love and knows you. He knows every part about you, the good, the bad, the ugly, And he loves you regardless. There is nothing you can do that would change his his love for you. He is your best friend. Whether you acknowledge that or not, he is the best friend you will ever have. And he is waiting for you. He created you. Matthew 7, 7 to 11. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives, and he who seeks, finds, and to him who knocks, it will be opened. Or what man is there among you when his son asks for a loaf, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, he will not give him a snake, will he? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father who is in heaven give what is good to those who ask him? Jesus encourages us to constantly seek him. Some give up too soon thinking God is unreachable, but building a relationship with God requires faith, determination, and commitment. Jesus promises that our persistence will be rewarded. Bet on that. Keep asking God for knowledge, patience, wisdom, love, and understanding. Don't lose heart. He will always provide. He will always come through. Help is on the way. He is just waiting for you to ask and open up to him. God knows our true needs. And sometimes we pray for harmful things that in the end are not good for us. And he does not want to grant us those things that are going to hurt us. Just like a good dad would not give hurtful things to their child. And so that's kind of what that scripture, or that is what that scripture is telling us. Jesus shows us his heart and intent with us 
So when we learn to seek and request things that are good for us, he is a kind, loving, and generous father. If we can be good to our children who are sinners and um, and bless them with good things, how much more will the creator of goodness and kindness give to you when you ask? Romans 5, 8, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Zephaniah 3, 17, the Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. And I love this one. 1 John 3, 1. I love them all, but I really love this one. Save the best for last in this sequence. Well, I guess nothing's the best, but you know what I mean. I really liked this one. (laughs) See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. Amen. Praise Jesus. We are children of God. James 4, 8 to 10. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. That's a promise. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be miserable and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned into mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves in the presence of the Lord and he will exalt you. And that's James 4, 8 to 10. For the devious are an abomination to the Lord, but he is intimate with the upright. And that is what the key is, is to have that close, intimate relationship. You're not intimate or close with people that you don't take the time to build a relationship. If you are never reaching out to your friends and talking to them, seeing how they are, seeing what's going on in in their lives, they're not going to they're not going to know you if you're never getting to know their personality or how can you say that you know somebody if you don't spend time with them? Matthew 7, 21 to 23. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my father who is in heaven will enter. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name cast out demons and in your name perform many miracles? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. That scripture has always just hit me because to me, on the day of judgment, that is that is my absolute worst nightmare, worst fear is that Jesus would ever utter those words to me. Um, I have faith that that is not going to happen because I know him. (laughs) I'm quoting um, Elf. Yeah, I know him. (laughs) But, you know, with God, we can't fake it with God. A real and genuine relationship is key. Jesus warns us about appearing religious, but lacking a genuine connection with him. What truly matters is our personal relationship with Jesus, accepting him as our Lord and Savior. Goodness and deeds and religious talk will not get us into those pearly gates that will not get us eternal life with Jesus. On the day of judgment, it will be our faith in Jesus Christ and believing in him as 
our personal Lord and Savior, that he died on the cross and rose for us and gave us this free gift of eternal life. Through him, we have redemption. That is the keys to, to heaven. 1 John 4.15, whoever confesses that Jesus is the son of God, God abides in him and he in God. Jesus is the son of God. I confess it because I want God to abide in me and me and God. God abides in him and he in God. And then Matthew 5, 6. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. When we earnestly desire and seek after Jesus and his righteousness, we find satisfaction and fulfillment. If you are spiritually hungry and thirst for a righteous life, God will provide true satisfaction. When we pursue a life that is in alignment with his principles, he will come through and we will find satisfaction and true fulfillment. Psalm 63, one, oh God, you are my God. I shall seek you earnestly. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh yearns for you in a dry and weary land where there is no water. And that is my prayer for all of us. I think sometimes we go through chapters in life where we read it, where we're on fire and then, you know, the life can get in the way where it almost seems like, well, I have to do this because it's the Lord. And so I pray that like, we would not just do it to do it, but we would do it because we desire that our soul would thirst for him, that our flesh would yearn for him. That's when Holy Spirit and like, that's when revelations, revival, all that good stuff starts to happen. So that is my prayer for us, that we would earnestly seek him, that our soul would just thirst for him. Our flesh would yearn for him. Ezekiel 36, 26. Moreover, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. And I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Regardless of life's challenges or where you are, where you are, what you have done, this is God's promise to all. God extends to you a new beginning. Here we are in 2024, a new year. God extends to you a new beginning. You can experience the cleansing of your sins, receive a fresh heart for God, and have his spirit within you by embracing his promises. God will give you a new heart for following him and you will receive the Holy Spirit. So like I said, it's a new year out with the old and with the new. John 4, 13 to 14, Jesus answered and said to her, everyone who drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him shall never thirst, but the water that I will give him will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. Isaiah 58, 2. Yet they seek me day by day and delight to know my ways. As a nation that has done righteousness and has not forsaken the ordinance of their God, they ask me for just decisions. They delight in the nearness of God. 
we should outwardly seek God and take pleasure in understanding his ways and present ourselves as practicing righteousness, adhering to God's ordinances. When we seek God for just decision decisions, having <laughs> trouble with that word today, we find joy in being close to him. And I, I liked how it said, yet they seek me day by day and delight to know my ways. They delight in it. And I like how we can ask God for decisions, for just decisions, for the right decisions. That's just one of the things about being intimate with God and coming to him humbly and just saying like, Lord, how should I handle this? I need help. And and we can do that. And he will give us just decisions and we can uh, take delight to know his ways. Hebrews 7.19, for the law made nothing perfect. And on the other hand, there is a bringing in of a better hope through which we draw near to God. Because of what Jesus did on the cross for us, we have a blessed hope and we can draw near to him. We can have a deep and intimate relationship with him without the limitations of the law. He tore the veil. Hebrews 4.16, let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. And another way that we can draw close, closer is through his power and transformative word. What we are doing right now, we are drawing in, we are seeking. And when we do this, look at the promises in Joshua 1.8 from reading his word and, and seeking. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have success. So when we really are diving into our Bible, it says that we will be prosperous. Maybe not in the way I think the world thinks prosperous sometimes, sometimes maybe God's prosperity, God's success. We are promised that and when we read his word, when we meditate on it day and night, and then it makes us careful to do according to all that is written in it. It gives us, it's our lifeline. It's our guide through life. Psalms 73, 28. But as for me, the nearness of God is my good. I have made the Lord God my refuge that I may tell of all your works. Yes, that's. That's what we should be doing. We should be telling everybody, come and see what God has done. Deuteronomy 4, 7. For what great nation is there that has a God so near to it as is the Lord our God whenever we call on him? That is amazing. When we call on God, he is there. He does. He never leaves or forsakes us. Hebrews 7, 25. Therefore, he is able also to save forever those who draw near to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. This is awesome. Jesus continually lives to intercede on behalf of those who draw near to God through our connection with him. And then Hebrews eleven six, and without faith, it is impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is 
and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. So that's another key. We must have faith. We have to trust that Jesus is Lord and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. We cannot please him without faith. Lord, I just pray that you help our faith. And with that, let's end on this and take this with us. Hebrews 10, 22. Let us draw near with a sincere heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. And that's Hebrews 10, 22. We are blessed and have privileges. This is a gift from God. Through him, Jesus Christ, we have direct access to God and can approach him effortlessly. We can strengthen our faith, conquer doubts, and deepen our connection with God. So this week, I encourage you to draw closer and seek him and see what happens. See what transpires. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Open the door and let Jesus in. So until next time, keep your eye on the prize, Jesus, and be blessed. 